0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the ship show. I am your hostess with the hostess muscles, Shelby Gatlin, and today we are going to be talking about your home. <laughs> homework. Now, homework might not be the the word you want to hear as an adult, right? Right, right. But this is in a little bit of a different capacity. So let's talk about what the definition of a home is. A home is a place where one lives permanently, especially as a member of a family or household. It is an institution for people needing professional care or supervision, or it is the end goal or end point. So all three of these can be looked at from a different perspective. The first one, a place where one lives permanently. Okay, that's our home. That is where you and your units reside. That is your address. That is the place in which you sleep. That's your home. Next is an institution for people needing professional care or supervision. Now, immediately, my most people's knee-jerk reaction would think of a old person's home, a community for people who need (laughs) a little bit more care and supervision. But I want to challenge you to stretch this definition to the job place, an institution for people needing care or supervision. Employees need supervision. Are you a manager of the workplace? Maybe that's the home in what you're referring to. Or it's the end goal or end point. Is your home the goal? Are you going for a (laughs) The home stretch, which this is typically in the sports world. Uh, Home run, all of the home capacities. So what is your end point? Um, My challenge this week is for you to take care of your home until it is no longer your home. So our perspective shift is what if your home isn't permanent? Are you prepared to uproot at any time? So, what do you mean by that? (laughs) So, your home isn't permanent. Your place of dwelling, your job, your end goal is not permanent. It's going to change throughout seasons, throughout life. Everything has a season. So, the place where you live currently, your address, Might be your address for from now until the day you meet Jesus in heaven. But your professional setting might not be the same, or your end goal might not be the same. Uh, Same for the other capacities. You might run your own business and know that this is what you're doing forever, but maybe God's put it on your heart to uproot. Maybe you're supposed to be going somewhere else, or maybe you have the other two figured out. You have your dream career and your dream home, but what's the point of it all? What's your end goal? So now that we have defined a home and kind of looked at it from different perspectives, shifted our focus a little bit on it, let's talk about what God calls us to do. So I have three very simple points today that will help us decipher if our home is prepared to be uprooted if you need it to be. Um, So first on our list is to declutter. Get rid of things that no longer align with you. Get rid of if you're talking about a home home, a physical home, clean out some closets. Make sure that you at the word go are ready to uproot and move. Uh, those sweaters that are at the top of your closet that you haven't worn. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say two seasons. If you have gone through two seasons of those sweaters and have not used them. So two years. If you're in Texas, uh, I'll give you a little bit of grace and say three because we don't have a lot of winter here. But (laughs) if there is stuff in your closet that you've been holding on to, that you're going to fit into again, uh, whatever it is that no longer aligns with your goals, with your plans, uh, books, whatever it is, get rid of it. Maybe there's some time suckers on your schedule, things that at one point you volunteered for and you were like, hey, yeah, this this aligns right with what my goals are. But now things have shifted. So what are some things that you can declutter in your life? Clean up, if you will. Things that don't align with you and your end goals. What have you and God decided? Is your, your calling? What's your authentic reason for being born? Okay. Um, here's a challenge. Are there some friends that no longer align with what you're called to do? That one kind of sucks. You put in time and effort, memories with people, and then one day they're just... Not aligned for you anymore they're not your your group anymore they're not your your five closest people that you thought they were uh, it's okay to trim the fat <laughs> it's okay to clean out your garage of all of the tools that your ex left What's something that you just need to purge and get rid of anything that reminds you of someone that is no longer in your life there i mean i i've gone so far as to remove artwork that people have given me over the years that no longer align with what home decor i mean anything start small start in one area and then let it grow from there keep digging until you no longer feel cluttered. Declutter everything. Now, our next point of focus is upkeep. So you've got all the stuff decluttered. You now are looking to maintain your home space, whatever that looks like. Uh, What are some ways that you can keep it running smoothly? do you have a daily five? Maybe you need to start a daily five, which if you aren't familiar with the daily five, they are five different things that you could do daily, that will dramatically, <laughs> dramatically, and drastically change your life. And they, uh, it could Maintain to pertain to business. It could pertain to your house. It could pertain to your personal Uh, It just depends on what areas of growth you need so What do you need to keep your? Newly maintained newly decluttered home running smoothly Do you need to keep a weekly chore chart where on Mondays you? dust in the house and on Tuesdays you sweep and mop, Wednesdays you do the laundry or do you need a weekly workout routine that you actually hold yourself to Uh, if your home is your body and your temple that you're referring to you would want to look at what you're putting in put good in, get good out same thing goes for your spiritual home, your mental home, your your noggin, your brain. Maybe you need a weekly devotional, something that'll keep you on track and aligned with your end goals. Do something about it. You have to maintain it much like a car, you got to get your oil changed. Much like an air filter, you got to switch those out or you're going to be breathing in dust. There are things in our lives that you have to maintain to keep them running. Home is no different, whatever that home looks like. I will be the first to tell you that I never expected, anticipated, or thought (laughs) that I would be a stay-at-home wife and mother. Never, 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 never. It was never in the cards for me. It was never one of my dreams. No vision boards had me working, not working, (laughs) just living. (laughs) It is work, though. (laughs) None of that had me at the home base for it. It was always a doer, a hustler, a go out in the world in fear. And it stems from uh, years as a child of having chores be a punishment. It stems from also having chores be part of my daily routine when I didn't want them to be. And I also, you know, have couple touches of uh, acronyms in there, ADHD. I just don't think about it. Out of sight, out of mind. So I'm preaching to the choir on this one with you guys. I need a weekly chore chart for all aspects of home in my life. My house, my body, Uh, when I was in a professional setting, it was that as well, but also in my spirit, in my brain, in my mental health. I have to maintain it. The next thing, my final tip are you flexible? Are you willing and able to uproot at the word go? Nothing on this earth is indefinite, nothing is certain. Your job is not certain, your home is not certain. Your mental health is definitely not certain. Um, Are you willing and able to be flexible if God calls you to uproot and move your family somewhere? Are you in a position where you could easily do that? I have an image of football players, sports people. Uh, I'm not a sports person, but for some reason, this analogy just came in of a football player. And you know, when they're, they're doing their workout and they're on their tippy toes and they're whatever football people do, uh, hut. Right. But they're on their tippy toes because they want to be agile. They want to be quick. They want to be able to pivot. They want to be able to move fast. Is there anything in your life that is keeping you from remaining flexible? If so, please refer back to number one, declutter it. Maybe you're holding on to too many worldly things. Maybe you've got all your hope and the wrong stuff and you're clinging to it saying, ooh, declutter this or this is what my home needs to be, but no. Another good tidbit I have is your home is specific to you. It is yours. You are unique. You have different traits, different characteristics, different personalities, whatever you want to call them. You have stuff that makes you uniquely you. Does your home reflect that? Does your career reflect that? Does your mindset reflect that? Or does it all just copy something that somebody else did? Are you copy and pasting? Are you looking at uh, the Home and Gardens magazine and just copy and pasting? Are you looking at Pinterest and not creating things on your own in your home? What about your career? Are you making it your own or are you just going in and punching a clock? Are you owning what you do every day? Own it. There was a sign on a hospital door that I saw recently. And it said, nurses, own this door. And, you know, that made no sense to me in the moment. But then when you walk up a little bit closer in the fine print, it says, own this door as if it was your own. Shut it behind you if you open it. Take responsibility. And that just, I hadn't thought about that since I saw the sign. So (laughs) I know that's a God wink. But... Own your stuff. Is it yours? Uh, Just because your home does not have a mortgage attached to it, it has rent attached to it, does not make it any less your home than if you owned a home free and clear, no debt attached to it. It is your home. It is your place of dwelling. But it is temporary. Own it. Make it your own keep it up, maintain it. If you don't, we all know those homes, one comes to mind, Uh, very run down, not maintained, paints not upkept, carpets are nasty, uh, cluttery. I I mean, is that what you want to live in? Or do you want to walk into your home one day, every day, and just breathe? There is... um, I I mentioned last week the Proverbs 31 woman, but when I think of her, I think of fresh flowers on a counter. I want to be the mother that my kids come home and I have open arms and fresh flowers on the counter and it's always just welcoming. What is your definition of home, and are you living up to it? If you're not, change some things, declutter, make yourself more available so that you can upkeep it easily, and then remain flexible. Stay on your toes like a football player. Uh, In the Bible, in Matthew 23, verses 25 through 26, I'm going to read the King. I don't remember what version this is. I believe it's King James, but it might be Christian standard. I'll know once I start reading it. (laughs) Woe to you, teachers of the land and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of a cup and dish, but the insides are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees first clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside will also be cleaned. And again, that was Matthew 25, Matthew 23, 25 through 26. I'll leave that in the the notes attached to the podcast. And then 1 Peter 2, verse 1 through 2, therefore rid yourself of all malice and deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all slander. Like newborn infants, desire the pure milk of the word so that you may grow up into your salvation. So this one definitely speaks more to the emotional home. Are these things that you are allowing in your emotional home when you speak to somebody, when you are in a conversation with friends? Uh, rid yourself of the negativity. Declutter get rid of it, cut it out, trim the fat, and then fill yourself with the pure milk of the word so that you may grow up in your salvation. Add God to your upkeep. Add God to your declutter. Ask him to show you what no longer aligns because when you can take off all of the stress and the extra stuff that no longer matters you are allowed to focus on what he is calling you to do and to be so keep that upkeep keep that focus going but also remain flexible stay on your tippy toes stay in the word stay vigil and be ready to uproot if you get a call to something, be prepared, be ready. You don't want there to be a calling and for God to be waiting on you. So that brings us uh, to the closure of our episode today. As always, I absolutely adore anyone who has made it this far in the episode. And if you found this was helpful, if I was speaking to you, if there was something that you just really resonated with, let me know. If you know me personally, just be like, hey, that really touched me, my heart. That will uh, encourage me (laughs) to keep talking to myself on these videos. And um Stay blessed. And as always, remember that no is a full sentence. Just because somebody asks something of you does not mean that you are required to say yes. No is a full sentence. You don't have to justify yourself. Have a great week. Keep your perspective open and be willing to shift. I love you. Bye.